0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Marketing Week Explores podcast. I'm Charlotte Rogers, Acting Features Editor at Marketing Week, and today I'm joined by Lloyd Page, Marketing Director at Money Supermarket, and Annie Gellimore, Managing Director of Engine Creative. Today we will be discussing how Money Supermarket and Engine work together to change course at the onset of the COVID-19 crisis while still supporting customers. Hi guys. Um. My first question, and I guess maybe this is, is one for, for Lloyd to kind of kick off with, but prior to um, the lockdown, where was Money Supermarket at in terms of the creative you were planning to go live with? What was the original plan?
1: Hi, Charlotte. Well, at that point, uh, you know, our key focus um, was really continuing to help our customers and, and build our brand around our relatively new platform of, of Get Money Calm. And what that's all about is that the insight tells us that many people across the UK uh, experience financial anxiety. And unfortunately that that number and the scale of that anxiety has now significantly increased. Uh, This is obviously a a health crisis first and foremost that we're facing, but we've seen from the insight available to us that that many people are really experiencing financial worries and anxiety uh, equally, if not, if not even worse. So, um, you know, our purpose felt even more relevant, um, uh, than, than, than before. And so, you know, that purpose of get money calm, you know, it drives our product development, but it's also front and center of our communications. And if you go back to that moment of, of mid, mid late March, the mood of, of the nation, dramatically changed as the scale of this crisis and the actions that you know the country were taking to to manage and mitigate it became clear to the extent that it was obvious to us that we really needed to sort of pause and and reconsider our plans um just really react to sort of how people were feeling and just think you know consider how best could money supermarket most meaningfully help people in this moment so as as you said one example of that is that we decided that the, uh, the particular marketing campaign that we were going out with at that moment, uh, we could adapt that plan to ensure we were really meeting the needs of our, of our customers.
0: Brilliant. So I suppose, um, as you say, you kind of sense that, that need to pivot. Um, you sense that now more than ever, um, consumers needed your message. But at the same time, you wanted to I guess, show up in a way that was uh, relevant for the moment that we were in, in this kind of exceptional crisis um Annie maybe you could talk us through kind of the way that you you came to that decision to pivot and how you sort of worked together um on that idea um and how you were going to make that happen yes of course
2: um hi Charlotte um yes it was it was fast it was in the space of two days as you can imagine um and uh but essentially the the sort of just the sequence of events was that we played out the the campaign um, on the Monday. uh, So that's a week before the official um, lockdown was announced by the prime minister. Um, But by the Thursday, um, it was very clear that um, things were ramping up. And already by this time, ourselves at Engine and the guys at Money Supermarket had self-selected to lock down their offices and everyone was working remotely. And it was that week of rumour around school shutting, and the fear was really, really mounting. And it became, I think it probably dawned on both teams separately in their homes, um, at the same time that this was, this wasn't necessarily going to be quite right, given the mood of the nation and and the fear. Um, So we made the decision by the Thursday to pivot away from that planned campaign, really kind of it at that eye of the storm i mean the fear as you will remember um was very real so we saw it as a moment really to really relentlessly focus on the customers what would be right for the customers what would feel right for them um and therefore the money supermarket to be truly useful to people as, as lloyd has said um because that fear was a real tangible emotion um, I mean, at Engine, we were pretty much in constant contact with the team at Money Supermarket, sort of monitoring the situation. I mean, I think we were all slightly addicted to refreshing the uh, uh, the BBC News channel um, constantly um, to see what the latest news was, to see what the latest advice was, and to monitor that mood. And um, it was agreed that we had to do what the best thing was for the Money Supermarket business, um, and... That really was that there needed to be something. We needed to continue to market. This was not a time to pull back. Um, but the second decision was what form that would take. I mean, we've always worked very collabor- collaboratively as an agency. We are very close. Our offices are very close to one another's in central London. But obviously at this time we were all in different places. Um, so it really just meant um, that we that we could move very fast, we work very much as a team, so we analysed the position and we used sort of our own and a mixture of third-party research to really understand the customer's needs and how they changed very, very quickly in that, that fearful week and therefore defined the role that money supermarket could meaningfully play in customers' lives because now more than ever they were needed. Um, but the most important thing was how we could act authentically and true to money supermarket as a brand and to the customer um and and I think really and we'll come on to this a little bit later in terms of making sure that the tone was correct um as as we went out really
0: and that's so interesting Annie what you say about kind of this, this need to pivot and realising that you were in this moment, everyone's working remotely, it's a completely new and unprecedented situation. I mean, Lloyd, maybe you could talk about how you, perhaps internally as well, you know, got all the teams to work together cross-functionally. How did you get everyone around the virtual table?
1: Well, in some respects, um, not that dissimilar to sort of, you know, life before before COVID. So we we wanted to maintain and the opportunity for everybody's ideas to be heard and, and, and everyone to contribute. That's really important to me, but, but, you know, also utilizing normal chains of command and, and sort of team structure and ways of working just in a virtual, um, virtual sense. Actually, it it's one of the things that that money supermarket, I, I would say is, is um, quite forward thinking on in terms of the flexibility and the kind of the, the, the ability to work from home and work in low to low, different locations we are a london manchester and Low based business so so we're quite used to sort of travel and working and working not in the same room as people so we definitely all zoomed skyped and and used microsoft teams probably a lot more than we'd all ideally have liked we quite like to get together as annie says i get a lot of energy from popping over to the uh engine offices and, and really enjoy that as i know my team team does but but yeah we, we've certainly utilized as everyone has um all of the tools and the IT to connect remotely. And I mean to the to the extent of just just thinking, I've probably become a lot more familiar with the insides of uh of the uh the team that engines houses and the various rooms that that, that they have. And um, that's been quite an interesting process as well. But but I think that the the you know the the key principles have remained. So clear communications are always critical in a clear common understanding of the business challenge, the consumer insight. And, and the plan to go forward, that's even more important when you're working remotely. Um, I, I think the other thing that, that comes to mind is as a, as a group working together with the team at Engine, we were just very conscious that the situation was changing on a, on a daily basis. And and so there was just a, a very conscious awareness that we may need to adapt our plan sort of, you know, on a daily basis, really, uh, in the eye of the storm there. So, you know, to, to bring that to life, we we were discussing new radio scripts uh, as part of this this new campaign that we've pivoted to. And, you know, one day we'd all centre on a, you know, particular voiceover and all feel quite comfortable with that. And and the next day, you know, with an update to, um, to the public from the government on the situation and the positioning and just the mood of the nation, it just felt coming back on that, some of those lines actually might not be quite right in that in that moment so there was just a very good um collaborative as annie says working working relation in, in place and, and and an openness to sort of ensure we really have the best approach going forward and i think the, the final point actually charlotte you, you mentioned about sort of inside money supermarket um we have adapted some of our working practices uh, clearly as well um, so you know we do have as an example new kind of cross functional groups that are set up uh, at all levels within the business from a communications perspective specifically within the marketing team there is you know, there is a new cross functional group and that really helped us to very rapidly essentially conduct a bit of an audit and review of all of our existing communications to ensure that tonally and sort of you know they were they were appropriate and and ultimately just as helpful as they could possibly be to uh, to people in this moment and that that really has helped us join join up and still kind of manage to execute in a seamless way um, for the customer
2: i would just add to that i think you're absolutely right Lloyd. i mean we've seen an agility um of the way in which engine is working and money supermarket is working um just rise and that's fantastic i mean i think we we've we're pretty fluid anyway and as lois said we're very collaborative but as, as a team but that agility has just come to the fore um because because as lois said it was changing and we were every minute and we were having to monitor it every minute um and that has really brought the team closer i think just the way in which we've needed to all just work at uh, at speed
0: definitely I think that's testament obviously to the relationship that you have and the fact that you could be so fluid in a time of of exceptional change I mean you touched on this earlier Annie about the tone of voice um and the need to kind of flex that slightly to think about what um what tone felt right for the time um particularly as this is obviously a time of financial crisis um perhaps Annie you could talk us through like how you sort of felt and 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 felt about the tone and how you worked with it uh
2: yes of course I mean I think I think this is this is re- a really interesting area, and I've watched with real interest over the course of the last month how brands have um, either deviated from a tone or maintained a tone and whether that's worked. Um, and we felt that there was a need to fundamentally retain our tone. We, uh, It's so important, I think, for brands to stay true to who they are. Um, and we talked a lot about this in terms of, okay, let's not deviate too much We're building a brand and you have to stay true to that. Um, But there was one big discussion for us, which was humour. Is it okay to make jokes and entertain when times are so difficult, when they're so tough? Um, And I think at the beginning, in mid-March, they were scary. And actually, humour didn't really feel quite right. Um, But should a brand who is known for a lightness suddenly become become serious so this was a big sort of exploration with our creative teams and we felt that it was important to retain some kind of humor and be true to ourselves but be mindful of the nation's mood and i think what we've um what we've seen over the course of the last month is that brands have been um becoming a little more brave should we say in terms of upping the wit and the humor there were definite days in mid-March where there was not a place for that kind of thing. But um, Lloyd and I have been talking about sort of brands that we've admired over the last month in terms of how they have stayed true to, to themselves. And uh, my example would be Innocent in terms of how they work with AGK. Obviously, AGK is a hugely important charity at the moment, given the vulnerability of elderly people. But they've kept their tone consistent and they haven't been afraid to be irreverent I think there's still a need for a lightness and wit. And we see that with what Channel 4 are doing in terms of keeping your thumb on the sofa. And and the way that co-op, I think, have very quickly pivoted to um, have all their staff talking on Zoom as their execution. It's very light, but it's very meaningful. Um, Lloyd, I don't know if you want to talk about the examples that you've admired
1: yeah the ones for me that just i mean the first one that just came to mind was was brew Brewdog just for the action that they've taken you know the question i asked myself is is what could what could i do and what could money supermarket do um that could most meaningfully help people right now and um you know if i was if i had the manufacturing capability you know i'd love to have been making hand sanitizers. so i think what BrewDog did in terms of taking actual action was was first class and then in the kind of communication space, the, the, the one that just popped into my mind was just Deliveroo. I mean, equally, they're they're also taking action and hel- helping delivering uh, food to NHS workers, which is which is fantastic. But but also, just from uh, from memory, it felt like their tone was was maintained being kind of upbeat in their creative execution. So, so they were the two that, that
2: I'd cite. Yeah, I think it's absolutely right. I think there were a couple of days where it wasn't quite right, but I think over the course of the month, things have begun. Too light in a bit, and that brilliant British humour <laughs> has kind of kept us all going a bit. So, so I think there has been a change in that, and us needing to retain our humour. I mean, we've obviously Money Supermarket as a brand has always been pointedly focused on the individual in the past. How Money Supermarket can help you, but we felt that as and collectively again, we felt as a brand, you know, we help households save over two billion in 2019. We felt it was actually the right moment to sort of embrace this coming together of the nation and moved it more to a shared belief for everyone this isn't about the individual this is for all of us we're all in this together and um and tonally that was a really important shift but with this sort of slight lightness that is true to money supermarket
1: i was just going to echo and his and his point really i think it's been a balancing act you know one of the things that that Um, I think we've learned is that, you know, the the foundational principles of good marketing communications, you know, still remain. And so you you still want your message to cut through. You still want to connect with your target audience. And for us, our our, our tone of voice is, is a key part of that. But equally, it's, you know, balancing that mood of the nation and um, and trying to judge that there is just a a huge scale of feelings across the country right now. So it's been it remains something we're we're closely working together
0: on. Absolutely. And I think I think what's so interesting as well is how the tone of voice plays into your purpose Um, and just kind of how actually more than ever, the purpose that you have around being money calm and giving people control and and sort of making people feel better about their finances is so important right now. I mean. Maybe, um, Lloyd, you, you could talk to us kind of about that, about how you you made sure that you lived up to the purpose, um, especially during a time uh, like this current crisis.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, the as I mentioned before, the scale of that financial anxiety, as we as we all know, has has really risen um, during this this time, and actually our promise, which we moved to about you know, about a year ago of of you know being able to deliver money calm actually you know when we've taken stock right now given that the you know reduced unemployment worry over jobs and income um you know that actually as a promise to put front and center of your communications actually felt a little bit unachievable for a lot of people right now um so you know what we really did was think about you know, how do we react to that change in the economic mood? And we obviously don't want to sort of, you know, overclaim in this time. Um, so, you know, working very closely uh, with our, our strategy team at Engine, what we, what we got to as our core insight was actually that, you know, just taking and starting to take some small steps, you know, one at a time can actually really, really lead to, you know, helping you feel a lot calmer about your, your money worries and, and, and give you more control. You know, we, we're a, we've got a lot of ways that we can help people uh, from a, from a money supermarket offer perspective uh, across a range of categories. So that's really been, you know, the sort of the, the two things we've been focused on. Uh, you know, our first message to go out within this this new campaign was about switching your energy. You know, about fifty percent, roughly, of the UK could, could really make a, quite a meaningful saving, um, and and we're actually seeing some of the some of the best prices in the market. Sort of ever um, around around energy, and we're obviously all at home and using a lot more of it. So that felt really relevant. And then and then we got to uh, you know a, a stat that that actually the UK wastes about twenty five billion per year in unwanted direct debits. So as a sort of second message, broadcast message to get out there and and tell our customers about is this sort of universal benefit of of checking your bank and just. And getting rid of any unwanted direct debits uh, that really felt like an important message to get out there not directly related to a product that we offer but felt like you know a role we could play and a message we could deliver to help people save money and feel feel um feeling control of their finances um and so look, i'm not going to not going to turn this podcast into an advert right now but you know we've got many other uh tools and services and insight across a range of you know, money and insurance uh, products that that people um, can use to hopefully feel a bit calmer and save a little bit, but a little bit of money. Um, but I, I think the other thing we've done is that clearly we're out there talking about it, but it's time to take action and just sort of walk the walk as opposed to just talking the talk, as such. So, you know, we we've um, been relentlessly and sort of restlessly updating our guides across our websites. We've had nearly 400,000 um, hits on our sort of main uh, page that we've been directing people to for ways, tips and tricks they can save money at this time. I think one, one of the things that um, I've been really excited about is the way that in a, in a couple of weeks, we developed a tool around uh, taking a payment holiday from your mortgage, which is you know most people's largest monthly uh, cost. And so, you know, we've got that out there, that's launched and, um, and over 10,000 users have you know, now used the tool uh, to hopefully also really help people, um, help people manage their money at this time. So, so I think it's about, you know, what, you, what actions you can take and, and, and obviously uh, getting out there and telling people of, of the ways that we can help them save money and feel more in control of their finances.
0: I mean, amazing, because I feel like there's, there's so much to be learned during this period, um, you know, working at pace, being agile, new cross-functional teams. You've gone into even new kind of product development with new, you know, um, resources for people that they can tap into at this time. Um, you know, there must be so many learnings from this process. Um, and I wonder if there's things you're going to take forward, both from a client and um, an agency perspective, once hopefully this crisis has abated. Annie, maybe you could uh, kick us off yeah of course i mean
2: we as Lloyd mentioned at the beginning, we've always had a very sort of collaborative way of working, but I suppose this has just brought it it's just heightened it as I think we probably can all appreciate um in whatever sort of line of work we're in and and however that however that has come about because it it by the very nature the irony of not being together the very nature of of, of being apart has brought everyone even closer. Because there's no time for sort of navel gazing. There's no time for um, sort of preciousness. Should I say? Um, we we've had to stay true to our brand and definitely true to the customer. Um, and that takes bravery and agility. Um, and Money Supermarket have worked so hard with with our guys to really sort of bring that to the fore this unnerving focus on the customer this has you know it it's made us think sort of blank page almost how can we most meaningfully deliver our brand promise um and you know it's made it's made us all realize that we should be doing this um sort of questioning ourselves on really staying true to the brand promise and really staying true to the customer not just in times of crisis um not necessarily that we weren't it's just it's just a sort of focus i think A sharpened sort of focus um so yeah that would be that would be my sort of thought on on that i'd agree with um annie charlotte
1: covered some really key points there i think the only two things i'd say probably number one you know it's important to be consistent um but definitely be prepared to adapt your plan which all good marketers know through all good challenges of, of different varieties over over, you know, recent years, there's always curveballs that come along. So, you know, that remains really important. Um, and then the, just a the, touched before, the core principles still remain. So, you know, of what hopefully makes good and, and great marketing, you know, know your audience. Uh, what are their motivations? What are their needs? Know how best you can meet those needs as a, as a brand. And then, you know, as much as possible, stay true to who you are and, and kind of how you execute that plan whether that's you know, product development or marketing communications, it's equally important.
0: Fascinating insight. Thanks so much, Lloyd and Annie. We hope you enjoyed this latest edition of Marketing Week Explores. You can listen to this and our other podcast, Marketing Week Meets, on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And do check out our webinar series, The Lowdown, via marketingweek.com. That just leaves me to thank Lloyd and Annie and you for listening. Thanks.